Grey's Anatomy, the most iconic binge-worthy drama, is back, along with answers to the biggest cliffhangers. Will Teddy survive? Will Joe and Link finally find happiness together? Meredith returns along with fan faves like Arizona. You can now stream every episode of Grey's ever on Hulu and new episodes next day. Watch new episodes of Grey's Anatomy Thursdays at 9, 8 central on ABC and stream on Hulu. Welcome to Dungeons and Demogorgons, the officially unofficial podcast for Stranger Things on Netflix. I'm Jim. I'm Aaron. And we just finished watching season three. You know what? I'm not, I'm not even going to say what episode we watched. We got to talk about Susie. We got to talk about Susie. Yeah, lot, screw the intro. First episode, I'm like, damn, we've got to talk about Susie. Second episode, I put it in, the t- uh, in my notes. I bolded it to talk about Susie. This time, we both put it up at the top of our notes. We, we didn't talk about Dustin's girlfriend, Susie. Jim, yeah, your analysis. Here's my number one question: Is Susie real? Well, I think you're the expert at fictitious, fictitious girlfriends. So I am. What, and how to keep that ruse going for as long as possible? <laughs> what's uh, the tell? The well, I can't tell you what the tell is, but I can tell you that Dustin is not displaying any tells. Yeah, I honestly believe that Dustin found true love with a woman hotter than Kate, uh, Phoebe Cates during the, his camp. I actually do think he, yeah, fell in love with a bright, uh, uh, good-looking girl. Mm-hmm. And because here's the thing: if you're taking this, oh, I've got a girlfriend in another state, you wouldn't know her to this extent. You're mm-hmm. kind of an asshole, and I don't think Dustin is that kind of asshole. Yeah, I agree. So I think it's, I think, I think it's real, um, and that's going to be like probably relevant at the very last of the very last episode yeah it'll be this year's like flash forward like to a, the, the homecoming dance or whatever yeah. the like there's always like a fall dance it's, yeah the it's snowball right yeah it'll be mm-hmm. the, the, the she'll have flown in for the occasion with right. her mormon fan but but there's also like the mormon fan was a nice touch uh-huh if you're going to carry it this far because you can always blame like the fact that she ghosted her it's like well her parents you know yeah so, didn't work know, out I, yeah. i'm not a mormon they're so restrictive you know there's a lot so, of stuff that i have a lot of experience with uh in this show and and restricted relationships is certainly one of them. Yep. Uh, another is losing all your friends, which is what Will's <laughs> going through here uh, under very different circumstances. But yeah. but I felt for him, man. In that scene, it's rough. All he wants to do is be a party. Yeah. And he can't. And it's not just that. It's also like it, it's combination of your friends drifting apart and the fact that you know, it's. A, I think and I, I, I think that um, this age, like going like twelve to fourteen, is hard for all kids. Yeah, because that's where it's like you know it's perfectly socially acceptable to you know like in a span of three years it goes from being socially acceptable to be in a Chuck E. Cheese ball pit to you got to be dating and wearing deodorant and shaving and and doing getting into makeup and wearing heel and it's like confusing i remember Mm -hmm. it being like i kind of still like to play with toys and legos and i would if but if my you know buddies would come over that shit would get in the closet it's 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 it's, it's, uh and and will seems like more than most because you know he missed out on a lot uh he's been sidelined for a lot Mm -hmm. um and he's not ready to give it up and it was really Really emotional seeing him tearing apart Castle Briars. Yeah, I think experientially he's a little less mature than the rest of these kids because, like you said, sidelined for two seasons. I'm glad that they don't seem to be sidelining him this season. You know, he's not the one turning into the zombie. Right. Uh, we get a little glimpse into his personality and who he is, like I was talking about last episode. 
uh, in this one, and I really appreciate that. They also, because we, we've been talking about how fast this season has been humming along, and I think this is a new record for like bringing all the various groups on the same page at the same time. Like, yeah, uh, I don't know that Jonathan and Nancy are right there. Yeah, no, no, they fight. They, yeah, with, they, with the they, fertilizer, they, la- yeah. fertilizer lady. Yeah, they're there. <laughs> Joyce and Hopper went back to explore Hawkins, mm-hmm. found out that uh, it's haunted by Russian mercenaries. Um, so they know uh-huh. something they don't know of the full extent. Uh, Will and Mike and Lucas uh, look like that they're set to kind of like start to pair off. And then, mm-hmm. you know, Eleven and uh, Max are on the Billy case. And then you've got uh, Steve and uh, Robin and Dustin mm-hmm. doing the, the heavy lifting of surveilling yeah. the actual Russian intelligence operations going down here in Hawkins, Indiana. Yeah, it's weird. So there's there's the surveillance they're doing, but also they link the Russian surveillance too of the lab. So like the Russians clearly have eyes on the lab. We see Mm -hmm. a a shot of a camera that's looking at uh, Joyce and Hopper. We see the Russian show up Mm -hmm. uh, at some point. So I'm surprised. Why are they monitoring this area? I don't know. And I'm also, I'm also shocked that they didn't, I want to know what the explanation for them not killing Hopper is because it feels like he, he and Joyce should be dead. Because this is mm-hmm. a serious fucking operation. They've got like gun, like yeah. fucking assault rifles and shit no, out. No, it at the feels mall. like it feels like. Uh, I thought that blonde guy who turned out to be the a yoga instructor guy, yeah. was going to be like a Jeremy Irons diehard type. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like yeah. terrorist. Yeah, level. like Hans. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so yeah, they they definitely like this is a no joke kind of thing. I don't know why he didn't die. Because mm. they want Hopper around. Um. Maybe we should. I don't know how you wanted to uh, talk about this um, because we talked about Susie and then we just went right into the episode. Uh, I appreciated that even in the episode where so many things are coming together, the way that they haven't lost a touch of like lightheartedly bumping into these dark topics, like how Max and Eleven got on to the Billy investigation, the investigation of the missing. It's like. It reminded me of, like, I think a rite of passage for everyone until the invention of caller ID was pranking people. Yeah. Uh, now, there's ways to be, like, you know, if you just made a couple of harmless phone calls on a Friday night with your buddies on a sleepover, that's fine. Like, I, 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 I never harassed people or mm. got gross. But, like, you know, doing this kind of harmless, uh, you know, is your refrigerator or any kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and L, like, psychically spying on people... Uh, like like Lucas and Mike's fart and belch off. Oh man, that was such a brilliant introduction for things to get really fucking real. When yeah, because like you know, and it's it's also you you as it was happening, I knew because of Max's pre- uh, prepping her. Like, hey, if he's alone with a girl, you know, bail. And then you know the girl's <laughs> screaming, but Max is like, I've heard my brother, and are you sure it's not happy screams and. I was actually surprised that they didn't push this mystery a little further into the next episode, but. Like many seasons before, this this season is relentless. Yeah, absolutely. And so all of those scenes together, like the boys and they're, you know, belching and farting and the girls spying. The boys would spy if they had that power. Oh, hell yeah. Like, that's the thing that connects me so strongly to Stranger Things, or at least one of the things, is the Duffer brothers seem to understand exactly what it is like, still in their 40s or whatever the hell they are, uh, to be a child. And they can kind of see everything through the eyes of a child, mm-hmm. and yet, at the same time, they're they're twisting those things, right? They're bringing it into the adult playground yeah. with the horror elements, with with taking these very innocent sort of childish things and turning them on their face. And 
I just love it. Yeah, I like that because I feel like a lot of Hollywood getting young people wrong is when they try to write like aspirational, like oh these are the yeah. kids from Mary Poppins when they're even when they're naughty they're still pretty well behaved and they don't mm. portray what childhood is actually is because it's you know I, I if you think back to being a child you never thought of yourself as like well I'm just a kid you know it's like you yeah. always thought you had a reasonable approach to things and. Um, you know, when you're like four, 14, I don't think there's, there, there's certainly you're th- feeling that way. Um, and they treat it with that seriously because, you know, uh, it's somewhat smaller stakes. Usually this is, has to do with interdimensional <laughs> monsters and stuff, but like, uh, you know, kids and, and, and adolescents and teenagers have really complex inner lives. I know I did. Um, mm-hmm. and I feel like that's what, instead of like, oh, I want to write dialogue the way I wish my son and daughter will act when I have them or whatever. They're just like, Hey, this is how I thought as a kid. And this is what I would think if monsters invaded my neighborhood. Boom. And it's a yep. gift. It works. Uh, you know what didn't work for me? What? Hopper wearing shoes and no socks. I couldn't. I could not believe when he kicked off those shoes. That, that there was were the Miami no socks. Vice thing, man. Is a little less magnet. Or though Magnum PI was all, a lot of no sock boat shoe kind of look too. Oh, I know, but th- <laughs> I I feel like hmm. you just want you just want to see Hopper's feet when he clicked kicked I mean, them off yes. and they're front and center and it's you're just scary. staring into his soles. Uh, <laughs> Fair. You, 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 it shook you. You got shook. It did. See, soul gaze with another man. That's what happens. <laughs> yeah. So I, I don't know. That really bothered me for some reason. Uh, yo, we were speculating about Hopper wearing a fat suit or a fat pad. Uh-huh. Yeah. My man, uh, Harbor is just beefed up. Like I think he, because you can tell he's still got the he Hellboy mass. mass, like the big uh-huh. shoulders and muscles and stuff. He's just like gone on the American Hustle diet, just ate thirty donuts a day or whatever. Because, yeah. or maybe I don't know, maybe he's like, because that's the thing. Like I've ever gotten Chris Pratt shape, and I know everyone's capable of it, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, Chris Pratt's been able to maintain that. If I got on that, I feel I'd give it a year before I'd get pudged because I just don't think I could naturally maintain that kind of physique. Maybe Harper, maybe can. Dave, Dave Harper's the same way. I mean, it's definitely not natural. Yeah. It's artificial. You know, yeah, he's it's, like, look, it's just I, working out. Yeah, him. I worked out six days a week for six months to be Hellboy. Uh, now I'm eating some fucking donuts. Yeah. Yeah. Why uh, not? I would. Yeah, it's it's, it's funny because like I, now it's even funnier because I feel like they gave him an out to come back ripped and shredded, and he came, he rolled <laughs> in. He's like, nah, boys, I I, 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 was, I was hitting the cases of beers and the cases of donuts. So it might no. be it might be like a rain of fire thing mm. where like he came in, uh, you know, expecting one thing, or or he came in thinking, oh well, they'll expect me to get fat again, mm-hmm. so I'm just gonna do it, and then yeah, they didn't. Uh, uh, it, it does feel like this season to me so far well we talked about the theme of change and i think they're doing a lot of good stuff with that but like um a couple of things i noticed on that front like this season is all about blowing up relationships mm-hmm. like you've you've blown up uh the the kids relationships obviously yeah they're they're like as fractured as they've ever been yeah it almost seems like uh and you've blown up like hopper and l's relationship there's there's a lot of just like Sort of disrupting things. There's a lot of where that there's leads. a lot of friction, and now we know why the friction with Joyce and Hopper is because she's had a secret that she that's, hasn't. That's told the them. other thing. Yeah, this is really coming into focus. The theme of change. Like, I, I don't know who this Gary guy is, but apparently, like, real estate agent maybe helping her fix up her house so she can sell right, it. Right. Uh, meaning she'll probably be moving out of the of Hawkins. And what is that going to do to Will? You know, he's already feeling bad, even when his friends are kind mm-hmm. of around. Now he's going to move to. a yeah. A weird kid moving to a new school. That sounds like a healthy dynamic. 
Not exactly. It's yeah. been traumatized. Um, I thought I thought that that was one of the high points of the of a strong episode is Joyce and Hopper because I see Hopper, you knew how to have a heart to heart all along. I know, it, uh, and that's the thing that felt so off about it in the beginning is yeah. Hopper knows how to do this shit. Yeah, he just they didn't want him to just kind of fall into that in the beginning. Or I something. do think it's different with your kid. Um, a little bit. It's, yeah. it's hard because you get gripped. You get gripped up wanting them to be okay and not get and not be hurt and not you know especially someone that's already been hurt so much as L. I imagine it's even uh, you know, more. You feel more, more strong, strongly protective. But I I love that line where he you know as he's done so many times takes it back to him losing his daughter and how painful that was and how he thought that he mm-hmm. needed to go and and but, it, but then he says you know I understand why you want to move. But you have things that you know I didn't have. You have people who know you and know what you've been through and went through them with you, and they're right here in Hawkins. Yeah, I thought that was a pretty good. And and, and I'm, I guess I'm ready to see them because you because know, remember when the influences was like romancing the stone. Mm-hmm. Like I guess I'm kind of in for a slightly horrific, cute, uh, romantic um, mystery investigation with these two. I, actually, I kind of hope they keep these set, these these groups like they are until a f- a f- uh, like a two or three episodes left to go. Yeah. So I guess the next two or three episodes. Because I'm enjoying the dynamic of like Robin and Steve and Dustin. Yeah. I'm in, I'm in, and the, the transfer of power that's gone on between Dustin and yeah. Steve. It's all now... Oh, I was going to say it's all with Robin now, actually. Oh, well, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. she single-handedly solved the the puzzle, which I want to talk about in a minute. Um, I'm really enjoy like, like having Joyce and Hopper kind of be on their own and not have to have the kids, like, you know, scamper around their ankles would be fun. I like mm-hmm. the, the group of the three boys. I... I I like the I like Max and uh, Eleven being off on their own. I kind of hope they they keep it this way a little bit. Now everyone's working on the same kind of like threads of the plot, but I'd want them to meet in the middle a couple because I'm really enjoying these pairings. Yeah, um, I'm actually kind of glad they didn't drag out the Silver Cats and the Blue and Yellow meet in the West. Mm-hmm. Um, it's funny because you figured it out in real time. Uh, oh yeah, like, with the hands because he... well, this was a theory going around oh, before was the it? season. Yeah, uh... because one of the shots in uh, the mall trailer that mm-hmm. they did uh, was a shot of that clock, uh... and everybody's like, "Oh, blue and yellow hands." Mm. So I, I, I didn't really figure. So you it were out. you were you were primed for it. I was. Yeah, I was surprised that they went that direction though. Yeah. I thought it was going to be more about Ellen Mike, but mm. yeah, they and and the silver cat seems to be that links, uh, which. Looks the logo looks astonishing, like astonishingly like a uh, Thundercats. Yeah, logo. they grayscaled the Thundercats logo. <laughs> yeah, uh, and then you know you got the the blue and yellow, the clock hands, the 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 West being what what was West? Where West were they was this on? Like if you like the think West of, wing of the no, if you mall? think of the clock as a compass, West is nine. Oh yeah, yeah. So, so it, it's like they met at eight forty five or eight forty two. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, makes sense. But whatever time that they, yeah, whatever time that the, the, the hands actually meet, that's what they, they did. It's, I mean, it's one of those things where it's like I was talking about last episode. You have to kind of be willing to go along on these, like, Nancy Drew kind of just-so mysteries with this show. That's the price yeah. of admission. But I'm like, they don't, don't drag it out because you just, what, what you're really trying to do yeah, they didn't. is great. have the kids follow breadcrumbs until they come into the meat of the mystery. Now, mm-hmm. I have no idea um why like steve and robin and dustin just wouldn't call the police the second that you have like armed russian spies that have like this to, to their knowledge this doesn't have anything to do with like the demogorgon stuff or anything like that i yeah i i've got the same question i got to billy it's like 
yeah, maybe they're they have a jumped up sense of accomplishment because of all the stuff they've gone through. Maybe that's the answer. It could be, yeah. Um, but I want somebody to be like, we should call the cops. Robin, if nobody else, because Robin is the everyman, the every right. woman. Robin is like Max from last season. Yeah, Robin's like, what the fuck are you guys? Is this what you know? Like, she needs to be the one. That, and and uh, maybe Stephen and Dustin can have like, oh, you, that's not what we do here because blah. You got to get Mr. Clark back, though, right? You got to bring Mr. Clark into the fold this time. <sighs> yeah. It makes perfect sense because he's already been a huge topic here. Yeah. Like, they're making jokes about, oh, you're you're going with Mr. Clark now, huh? Right. And, and that was a really good joke from Joyce, even though it didn't quite land uh-huh. the way she wanted it to. But, yeah. yeah, bring Mr. Clark in. Yeah. I would love to see Dustin and Mr. Clark and Joyce all go on a mission together. It's just so weird because, like, there's an unwritten rule in the show that only Joyce and Hopper of adults can know what's going on. Mm, like, yeah. Mike's parents. Unless you're going to kill him. Like, Bob. Lucas's Bob had parents. Because he knew yeah, too yeah, much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Um, and, and le- unless uh, you're, unless you're, Dustin, unless you're Hopper and, and Joyce, you just are not allowed to know about the mysteries mm-hmm. of Hawkins. Which is fine. I mean, that's it. Um, but I do think it's going to get harder and harder with this particular big plot uh, to try to contain it. And, mm. and I mean, that's probably an interesting challenge for the Duffers is like, how do you have something that's going to, because if you look at that dark army uh, and you look at their recruiting efforts, like you got the old woman, obviously they're going to try to get the, the, the mom and dad of Heather. Mm-hmm. Uh, they are assembling the shadow army and like, what, how do you keep the lid on this when like 200 Hawking citizens are going to be, uh, embroiled in this before everything's said and done, it seems like. Yeah, no, it's interesting. And, you know, the the allegory with the mall and all mm-hmm. that stuff um, mm. makes sense. And we're probably going to get a zombie zombie mall-esque scene sure. at some point. Yeah, you can already tell that there's, they're setting it up. Yeah. Um, I loved another little uh, touch I love is um, when Jonathan and Nancy were investigating the old lady and they hear that kind of snarling gurgle and they just both instantly reach for the nearest hammer. Yeah. Like good. I that the stuff like that is just oh I love it so much yeah uh what Steve I, I when when Dustin is saying hey you got the perfect girl in front of you it's Robin and Steve's like ah she's not my type like we are both like oh yeah you're going to be together by the end of the season the season and then this oh, yeah. freaking episode they're holding hands like the second they get scared they start holding hands like right and, and I think like th- this is he doth protest too much like this is steve's type i think like nancy it was kind of hidden under like some sense of propriety that nancy had or Mm. something but she is a tenacious woman yep and so is robin right very intelligent very intelligent you can you can see that so many traits are shared between robin and nancy Mm -hmm. and steve's just wrong steve has a type and it's that type right he's not maybe he's not used to having a woman bust his balls as much as robin does and yeah Maybe she's not as used to an eighteen-year-old guy hanging around with so many thirteen and fourteen-year-olds, but uh, you but, know. But I mean, Steve hangs with Dustin, and Dustin busts his balls. So, like, right? Like he he clearly enjoys that dynamic. Yeah, but like you know, when you're you're not expecting it from a uh, you know, Steve's not expecting it from a girl. Yeah, he's I probably not. He's blind to it, but right. that's his type. But yeah, like it's like maybe the, it's it's not in the same physical package you're used to, but this is your type, dude, yeah. and you've already figured it out before you even knew it. Uh, I thought that was that was pretty cool. Um, and then, yeah, like I I wondered because, you know, Hopper's always done above average in fights. 
like he's kind of been mm-hmm. the bruiser of this show and the physical force and how this Russian dude just fucking handled him. Yeah. Like he's going to be pissing blood for a month. All the kidney shots this guy was taking. Brutal. Like, like I, I, I actually thought like, holy shit, is he going to beat Hopper to death? <laughs> like this isn't the last season. I don't think, no. I think we got one more. So it's like, that yep. would be, that would be some, some grim news to find out. But yeah, uh, what condition is Hopper? I don't. I don't know how realistically because I feel like you take a beating like that, you're going to be out of commission for a week. Mm-hmm. You should probably go to the hospital. But I have a feeling it's it's just going to be Hopper. I mean, this would be great. Here's here's your here's your opportunity. You sideline Hopper <laughs> in the hospital for four days. He uh, comes back during the carnival or whatever the hell the mayor show mm, is is going to be. Yeah. Uh, and in the meantime, Clark and mm. Joyce and and you can see that like he would be sort of seething and raging, right? Like, how, how true is it? Like, is she actually joking? And he's sitting here in a hospital bed recovering, completely impotent to go out there and fight. Like, oh, man. I would love to see that. I it sounds like a great dynamic. I don't want to see... What's the name of the relationship? The Joy, joy Arc? The clo- the, <laughs> the Cloyce? I, I, oh, it's all bad. No, I don't. I don't want to get cloistered up. Uh, I, don't, I don't want. I don't want to get cloistered up. I don't. But, I'm, uh, I'm saying no to this. This pairing. Uh. Uh-uh. Uh. Uh-uh. Go maybe with Bark. I'm going last names. Bark. Bark. <laughs> uh. Yeah. What would that be? Cliers. <laughs> oh, no, I don't know. Uh, um. Yeah, because Jim, you know, Jim and Joyce works better. It's just. It's. Yeah. It's Joyce. It, it sure is. <laughs> it's, it's already built in. Um. What else do you want to talk about? I want to talk about Mike. Uh, okay. Because Mike is, I think, creating a false dichotomy between having a girlfriend and playing D&D. I do not think those things are mutually exclusive. So many men make this mistake that when you have a girlfriend that all the other things have to go by the wayside. Yeah. That's just not true. Yeah. You can you can include girlfriends. You can have mm-hmm. your own interests if you want. Like, there are so many ways to navigate those relationship waters uh, between friends and and lovers, mm-hmm. they're not lovers yet. I don't think. Yeah, it's like uh, it's it's. Yeah, you're right. Go ahead. I'm yeah, sorry. yeah. It's just I. I uh, Mike infuriates me sometimes. Yeah, it's 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 also because like I feel like the ones that infuriate me the most are the ones or when I see them making the same mistakes I made as yeah. a, as a young man. Yeah. Uh, and you, you make you make a few along the way. Um, but I think it's. So you've got the standard kind of like two young people in love just want to suck face all the time. Sure. But also Elle was in a pretty peculiar position that like she's not allowed to go out and be so like uh, they had to hang out in the yeah, cabin. And I can I can see that like if you have like this this sheltered girl who's not allowed out and she's like she seemed pretty insistent like you're going to be here at 930 tomorrow. Like like that's yeah. his that he's her world. It's kind of an unhealthy dynamic on top of the traditional unhealthy dynamic of young people in love. So um, and there was already a, a slightly unhealthy dynamic between uh, Hopper and L. Sure. Like she had been betrayed by him. Right. Uh, his lies. And so when Mike starts lying to her, I can see why that blows up. Yeah. And I, this is going bad places because L um, and good for her for not having a nuanced position on lying to your friends and loved ones. But uh-huh. we know that's been a big bugaboo. Like those are things that have been real big challenges for her to. And now she's got it going on with Mike. Um I don't know. Like, I, I don't know if I wonder if Mike and uh, L are actually destined to be. together. I mean, I, I don't think any of these kids paired up are destined to be together. But I just wonder if they're going to. 
Because um, like, that's one of the things in, in television shows when you got this will they, won't they, and then they will, the show kind of like runs out of steam. Like I feel like these kids mm-hmm. can't form – like what 13-year-old stays in like a three-year relationship? Yeah. You know, so even in the terms of the show, like I feel like they need to find a way to have these kids kind of like – become friends that will stay together as relationships come in and out of each other's lives. And I think some of this stuff of, of, um, you know, having these bumps along the way of the romance is maybe going to take the sting out of that a little bit because yeah, like what do you want them to get married? Right. You know, the series isn't going to even go on that long. Right. The lab created child meets the 12 year old and then they're happily ever after. Like that's not, that's a story as old as time. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Exactly. I I mean, Disney's going to do the live action remake of (laughs) lab girl in, in 2020. Uh, huh. Uh, Oh, one thing I want to talk about, um, is there was a little bit of crackling energy between Will and Mike when Mike was talking about, it's not my fault that you're not into girls. Mm, Okay. Um, I wonder if they and I, I wonder if they're implying that, you know, Will is uh, either gay or maybe asexual or something uh, or maybe he's just a late bloomer. Right. That's that's kind of where I thought they were going um, is that Will's like less mature. I said experientially he's right. not as mature. Maybe physically he's not as mature. The hormones haven't started kicking in. Right. That kind of thing. There's just something too, to like a like a really wounded look like, um, mm. you know, that uh, is something about like you know Mike got too real or something that I thought was interesting. I wonder if they would 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 explore that because it would what be was fair. He like what was he like at the dance at the snowball last year? I don't year? remember. Was he even I at the dance? I thought he danced with someone. He might have. Yeah, but you know. Yeah, and I'm not saying like oh that's the indication that he's really into girls, right? Uh, but I was I was wondering if he was just sort of sitting on the sidelines. But I don't no, think my so. many gay dudes uh, have some girlfriends oh, yeah. on their way to discovering who they are, or Absolutely. like a, like as is uh, explored in like BoJack Horseman, uh, t- the character of Todd finds out he's asexual. That's why it never yeah. works out with women. Is that he's a, he's like, am I gay? No, I just I just don't really care for sex. So. It could even be as simple as Will likes girls, mm-hmm. but he's unable to talk to them, unable mm-hmm. to like right. feel his way through that those waters like and prefers he just doesn't he doesn't know how to make that happen and so right. he's kind of angry that like oh i should just fucking get a girlfriend easy right. for you to say mike yeah, you yeah, met yeah, one yeah. in the fucking woods yeah am i gonna go do that yeah yeah look yeah. at castle buyers yeah well there's where the weird science comes in they're gonna cook make a, one for it yeah. yeah it's like i want a lab girl too <laughs> right uh, but uh, yeah, it'll be interesting to see where they. Because I just think all these kids' relationships are fascinating, and um, I, what I really like about it too is like they show kind of realistic fights and stuff, but they're never like super vicious, or they yeah. never uh, like like the the way the adults fight is different from the way the kids fight, and it's just mm-hmm. really nuanced. But I, but uh, I'm really digging it. I really enjoy it. Yeah, I loved when Will stormed out of that basement. Mm-hmm. Like that felt so real. Yeah, and like I said, him tearing down Castle Briars was a was a yeah. genuine moment. Uh, what else do we want to talk about? That's all I got. All right, let's do the outro. Actually, you know what? You know what? Let's talk about uh, some of the pop culture stuff. Outro it, aborted! Th- there were, <laughs> we aborted the intro. We're aborting the outro. <laughs> uh, there were a couple of references that I caught. Uh, first of all, right up front, there was a Ralph Macchio Karate Kid oh, yeah. reference, which was really nice. I bet he is not a good kisser. <laughs> if I just look at Ralph Macchio, I'm assuming. Uh, th- there was also one of the biggest bands on the planet at this point. Wham, hmm. uh, with starring George Michael, sure, uh, and, and they, the other they played guy. Wake, "Wake Me Up Before You Go." Right, nobody knows who that is, but yeah, "Wake Me Up Before You Go" Go was in there. Um, I think that's the only like 
song that really stood out to me mm. in this episode, but those were some nice references. Yeah. Uh, okay. Let me run the, the outro now. If you'd like to yeah. send us feedback, you can do so at strangerthingsatbaldmove.com. Of course, we're going to save all this feedback up until next week or a week after next uh, Stranger Things 3 wrap-up podcast. Uh, there's also three threads in our forums, forums.baldmove.com. Uh, to discuss the triplet of episodes that we've covered today, and then there'll be uh, the triplet for we're covering Monday, and then the final two on Tuesday. So you can also get your feedback in there. Uh, and also feel free to create other threads if you want to discuss a particular point. Make sure you flag it from spoilers. Um, and then we, yeah, this is this is it for our binge today. We'll be back Monday uh, for three the, the, the next three episodes. And then again, as I said, Tuesday, we'll be wrapping up our coverage until the actual wrap-up podcast. Sheesh, I confused even myself uh thanks for spending your holiday with us uh i cannot wait to continue watching and talking about stranger things and we'll see you next week have a great weekend everybody